We're up to mitzvah number 107, and we're going to do right now three mitzvahs, which relate again to the temple, but specifically to the special anointing oil that was used to coronate the kings and the high priests. So mitzvah number 107 is to anoint a melech, a king, and a Kohen Gadol high priest with special anointing oil that's detailed in scripture. Mitzvah number 108 is a prohibition against civilians and lay people from using said oil. And mitzvah number 109 is a prohibition against the creation of this concoction, even though the Torah out, outlines the ingredients that you would need to make this special Shemen Hamishcha, the special anointing oil. There is a prohibition to replicate it. So that's mitzvah number 107 through 109. And this special oil was used to anoint the Kohanim Gedolim, the high priests, and some of the kings. The reason why it's some of the kings and not all of the kings is because if you are a king, that monarchy is your heritage. And you bequeath it to your next of kin, to the crown prince. And therefore, because it's something that you own, so to speak, there's no need to anoint the successor because they are already coronated de facto. The only instance when a king, the son of a recently departed king, would be anointed is if there are challenges to their assumption of the monarchy. So in that case, in order to cement the legitimacy of the new monarch, of the new sovereign, they would be anointed, such as the case of Solomon after the death of David. There were claims to the throne, Adonia, for example. As a result of that, Solomon was anointed with the special oil, even though typically a king who takes over for his recently deceased father would not need to be anointed. Now, besides for the high priests and the kings, the vessels of the temple and of the tabernacle were also anointed. So all the components of the tabernacle, all the wood and all the gold and all the vessels were all anointed with this special oil. Now, this oil was very miraculous. It was made only once and miraculously that same small vial, flask of oil, lasted throughout the centuries and millennia. Dhamma tells us that this oil had all kinds of miracles present. In the words of the Talmud, the oil, the anointing oil that Moshe made in the wilderness, it was full of miracles from beginning to end. First miracle is that the amount that Moshe made, it was 12 lug. Lug is a certain measurement that's equivalent to six eggs volume. That's if you do the math, it's 72 eggs volume of oil. And this was insufficient even to anoint the most basic of items that need to be anointed. 
Now, how much is this today? So there's actually a, a famous dispute as to whether or not the eggs from the Talmudic era, did they shrink in size? And thus, some say that our eggs today are the same size as the eggs in the Talmudic era, and therefore a load today, given that it's six eggs volume, it's about 345 milliliters. Others argue that no, the, the eggs have shrunk, and therefore a load is about 600 milliliters. But regardless, one load is less than a liter. So 12 load is what, 7, 8 liters? It's very little oil. Moreover, the process of making this oil with all the other spices, it was a process that would shrink the amount of anointing oil that would result. So you have a very small amount of oil, and you have to anoint all the vessels and Aaron and Aaron's sons for seven days, and there was sufficient oil. And that same small flask was maintained in the temple. And all the Kohanim Gedolim, all the high priests, hundreds of them, and many of the kings were anointed from this same small flask of oil. This oil is still around today someplace. King Josiah, he hid it together with some other iconic items. So, for example, the, the vial of manna that Moshe preserved and the staff of Aaron that sprouted flowers and almonds. And, of course, the Ark of the Covenant. All those were hidden. They're around somewhere, and we hope to find them sometime soon. This is mitzvah number 107 through 109. It relates to the special oil that Moshe made. It was made only once and somehow it got replenished. Somehow it didn't get depleted and it's still around today. We need it to anoint uh, a new king or a new high priest or vessels of the temple and tabernacle. Now the Talmud tells us how they were anointed. A king, they would make a little crown around his head. The Kohanim, it was done in the shape of the Greek letter Chi, which is a letter that looks like an X. There were different ways to anoint the king and the Kohen Gadol, the high priest. Now, the Sefer Chinuch, the book of mitzvos, the book of education, the book that we are using to go through the mitzvos, he offers a reason for every mitzvah. And in this mitzvah, he tells us that when something's so important, so critical, so lofty, and you want to initiate it, you want to coronate it, you want to do something very significant to symbolize the beginning of a new era. And therefore, in order for us to recognize the importance of the temple and the people that work in the temple. Therefore, on the day that there is the inauguration and the initiation and the coronation, there's a special process, special coronation protocol 
of anointing the new king and the new tabernacle and the new high priest. And he adds, this is done, this process is done only for only for the most important people, the most important leaders and monarchs and ministers, and this really gets our attention. So that's mitzvah number 107, the mitzvah to create this oil and to anoint the kings and the high priests. Mitzvah number 108 tells us that we are restricted in our usage of this oil. Suppose we find the oil, the very same oil that Moshe made, it would be prohibited for us to apply that oil on any lay person, not a king and not a high priest. And again, the reason, says the Sefer Chinuch, it's to make the temple and its vessels and its accoutrements, to make them important and grand in our eyes. And therefore, we should take this oil, special oil, designated only for the temple and the monarchy, to use that for some layperson, it would be very inappropriate. And when people respect the sanctity and the, the special standing of this oil, those people who are anointed in it, with it, and those vessels that are anointed with it, they assume higher stature in the eyes of the populace. Now, interestingly, if someone were to violate this mitzvah, and to anoint with the special oil that Moshe made, it would be a very serious violation that carries with it the punishment of spiritual disenfranchisement of kares. But that's mitzvah number 108, to not use the oil that Moshe made for an inappropriate use. And mitzvah number 109 is to not replicate the anointing oil, even though we have the ingredients in the Torah, what you're supposed to use and how you're supposed to make it. And the Talmud talks more about that. It would be a prohibition for someone to try to replicate it. Now again, only one of them was ever made. It lasted for millennia. It did not get depleted. Whenever you would pour it out and you would look at it, the same amount as it was previously. And again, it's still around And uh, please, God, we will witness the moment and the day when it will be used to anoint the King Messiah. Now, to violate this law, mitzvah number 109, you would have to mimic the creation of this concoction according to the precise measurements of the Torah. If you do something similar, that would not be a violation. But if you were to violate it, using the exact precise measurements of the Torah, that again would carry the very serious punishment of spiritual disenfranchisement. Now, there is an amazing Maharal who talks about, you know, why is it so miraculous? Why is there a need to have this oil have all these miracles? It It doesn't get depleted. The Midrash even adds... It would make the Kohen Gadol and the king more handsome. If they were short, it would make them taller. If they weren't so handsome, it would make them even more handsome. If their face was problematic, it wasn't as nice, it would make them even nicer. They'd be taller with more radiant skin. What's the reason for it to be so miraculous? So the Maral says something really interesting. He says, 
it's appropriate, it's fitting for this to have miracles because in general, if something's holy, it means that it emanates from a higher realm. And it's not subject to the limitations and the, the fixed, rigid, stricta of this world. It comes from a world above this world, and thus it's not subject to the rules and limitations of this world. A miracle is a mode of existence that operates or that stems, that emanates from a higher world and from a higher dimension. If you have anointing oil, and that's consecrating the temple, thus it has to be holier than the temple, and thus it can bestow holiness and sanctification upon the temple and its vessels and accoutrements. Thus, it comes from a world that's higher than this world, even higher than the temple, and thus, naturally, you'd expect it to not be subject to the rules of this world. The rules of this world say, well, if you have a, you know, a few liters of oil, you pour it out, now you will have much less. But that's a rule for this world. If this oil comes from a different world, it follows the rules of the different world. Moreover, it lasts forever. This is a level of holiness that is above depletion. It's from the world of the infinite. And the idea that you have oil, and it's a finite amount of oil, and you use it, and thus you lose it, that is a rule in this world, but not from the world from which this oil comes from. And again... It's still around somewhere. If we are meritorious, we may witness the anointing of the Messiah. May it arrive speedily in our days. We hopefully will find the vessels of the temple. If we find the existing, the extant vessels of the temple, they will not need to be re-anointed once they were already anointed by, by Moshe. But King Messiah will need to be anointed and they'll have to use the same oil that Moshe concocted. Aaron, his sons, the temple, its vessels, King Saul and David and Solomon and every coin goddol that our nation was fortunate enough to have was anointed with this same oil. And this is the only oil that can be used for the anointing of any future king or vessels of the temple. That is Mitzvah number 107 through 109. Really interesting mitzvah with all kinds of interesting little properties to it. As always, my email address is rabbiwalby at gmail.com.